This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Thursday, September 10th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Brad Johnson. Brad, how are you doing this morning? Uh, pretty good. Uh, we're recording a little earlier than usual, and uh, yeah, should be a good one. Yeah, getting things ready for a, a weird slate today. We got these two early games and then six at the regular time. And uh, the two theoretically form their own slate, I suppose. We can go over it uh, real quick. But then uh, six later are all around the same time, and that's a pretty small slate too. But there, there's still some stuff to be had here. Um, we'll get into it. These first two games, just to get them out of the way, uh, first one, Derek Holland at Felix Hernandez. The problem with these smaller slates is when you have a good pitcher like Felix, it kind of takes out a whole bunch of the guys, because you don't really want to pick against him. Um, but there's more to be had in the second one, Jorge De La Rosa and the Rockies at Tyson Ross in San Diego. Um, to me, I, I actually... The other thing about these small ones is you kind of want to go not obvious. Like, would you be picking Felix Hernandez out of these four starters, you think? You know, here, here's the thing with these starters. Uh, I'm looking at their DraftKings prices right now. Derek Collins, 10200 Ross is 10400 Felix is 11100 mm-hmm. So you're paying a lot unless you're getting Jorge De La Rosa, which is 8700 And mm-hmm. you got to pick two of them in that format. Yeah. Uh, what I often do in a two-game slate, the rare times I actually play them, is I'll target the best pitcher with my hitters. Mm-hmm. And... Just hope that they do well. Uh, that's, yep. I, I only play GPPs, so I'm looking for a, a big spike that's yep. contrary to what the crowd's doing. Right, so you're stacking uh, probably Rangers against Felix, I would say. Yeah, I'd probably be using Jorge De La Rosa and Derek Holland today, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I, I think if you're doing it, you want a bunch of the Padres righties, of, of which there's plenty. That's Upton, Myers, uh, Kemp, as well as uh, Derek Norris would be fine. Even like Jed Jerko can hit lefties. Mm-hmm. I'll pick on uh, Jorge De La Rosa. And then you want any Rockies that can run, because Tyson Ross cannot hold runners to save his life. True. So if you like Blackman, uh, Corey Dickerson's back. I don't know that he'll be running on those feet. I just like that he's back. Uh, DJ LeMahieu be a thing. And then, yeah, Derek Holland at Seattle. Seattle has righty outfielders. Nelson Cruz might be out. Not sure he'll be back, but Mark Trumbo, Franklin Gutierrez. Um, I like Derek Holland, though, so I don't know. Well, we've already spent too much time on this two-game slate. Uh, we'd just be throwing darts and something that small anyway. So, um, again, the later slate uh, has six games, which is also a small slate, but at least enough to where you, you have some wiggle room to do some stuff. Um, I'm going to start at catcher. I have three, I guess four names I like. Um, two of them, same team. You can go Kyle Schwarber if he's a catcher or Miguel Montero at Adam Morgan. And I like a lot of these Cubs going to Adam Morgan and the Phillies and the Phillies bullpen. Adam Morgan's left-handed, which makes some of that not seem obvious, but I also don't see him going that deep into the game. So I kind of like a, a non-obvious pick in that way. You know, if you pick Mickey Montero... You know, or, uh, or Schwarber. You know, they're lefties, but not only is Adam Morgan not that good, but outlast him and there's points to be had there. So, yeah. uh, I would consider that. Do you like that strategy ever? Picking the lefty against the lefty? I don't mind it when it's a guy like Morgan. Uh, mm-hmm. you'll want to pay attention to the lineup. There's a decent chance that David Ross will start. And yeah. he works as a punt. Uh, his price is 2000 on DraftKings, super cheap. He's having a terrible season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, now that's kind of how punts work. Sometimes you're just taking a guy who you know, mm-hmm. has 
history of being good in a certain situation, in this case against left-handed pitching, and hoping that he has a day. Yep. And Schwarber's good enough if he's catcher eligible to, right. to get that done. Um, the other ones I like, uh, Francesco Cervelli gets Willie Peralta. Willie Peralta's been just really average. And Francisco Cervelli is mostly just empty average, but he's capable. He would be fine there. And then finally, the one I like more, Travis Darno gets Shelby Miller. And Shelby Miller used to be a guy to stay away from, but he's actually slowing down a little bit. So I wouldn't hate that. And on the opposite side, uh, Darno's trending in the right direction. He has plenty yep. of talent when he's, uh, when he's healthy. So, so I'm into that. I think that would be okay. Um, I can see them putting up runs there. And the Atlanta bullpen isn't anything special either. Um, are there any other catchers that stick out to you? I mean, it's only six games. Um, Brian McCann gets a lefty and David Price. Russell Martin. Yeah, been that's bad. a rough one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. There, there aren't a bunch. There, Jan Gomes gets Alfredo Simone. Yeah, know. that one's not too bad. Uh, Yadi Molina against John Lamb's not too bad, being in mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, AJ Persinski against Bartolo Colon could be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's. There's catchers to be had. None of them really stand out as yeah. excellent. Uh, Dardo is probably the most talented guy with uh, you know, a fairly exploitable matchup, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, and Schwarber, if he's eligible, uh, which is on DraftKings but not on FanDuel. Yep. Nothing exciting. Um, at first base, I'm going right back to those Cubs, going to the Phillies. Again, a lefty. Rizzo gets Adam Morgan. Uh, it's not the platoon advantage, and I'm hoping that will keep people away from it. Because the truth is, he can still hit lefties better against righties, but he still hits lefties just fine. He can hit Adam Morgan. He can hit the Phillies. Uh, I'm starting there. I almost weirdly like it that, you know, that it's the opposite. That it's not the platoon advantage because it's going to keep people away, hopefully. Um, I would also consider Adam Lind against AJ Burnett. I like AJ Burnett, but he's coming back from that injury and who knows if he'll be rusty or not. And right. Lind, Lind can hit righties just fine. He'll do well. Uh, I have Miguel Cabrera against Danny Salazar would be alright. You never really know what's going to go on with Salazar either, but <laughs> Miguel Cabrera is pretty darn capable. No yeah, what. he likes Even, his fly ball pitchers too. Yeah. And, and righty on righty, he'll be fine. Um, two from, two more for me. Freddie Freeman gets Bartolo Colon. My only problem with Freddie Freeman, I bring it up, I don't know who's going to drive in, what he's going to do, who's <laughs> going to help him out. Um, but he's capable enough to put on points against Bartolo. And finally, Lucas Duda gets Shelby Miller. If you believe in Darnell, I think you can believe in Lucas Duda as well. There might be a Mets stack there in Atlanta. Um, did you have any first baseman I missed that you liked? Uh, there's a couple I think we could go over. Carlos Santana against Alfredo Simone. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an, another standard matchup. Uh, Santana has been uh, not an impressive season from him. Uh, definitely down on the power that we're used to seeing. Uh, but the park's good for him. Progressive field, uh, nice for lefty power. Mm-hmm. And uh, S- Simon's prone to home runs. Uh, there's Todd Frazier, or if he's, if you're on DraftKings, has first base eligibility up against Jaime Garcia. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan of that one, but again, it's a progressive field, could right. see ball leave late yard. Yeah. I have him as a third baseman, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, likes to hit lefties. He's had a bad second half. He's cooled down pretty hard, but still oh, enough yeah. talent, both in power and even a little bit of speed. Like, he's still an option. And he likes lefties. Jaime Garcia is tough, but he could do okay. Um, Second base, I have four names. Would I be crazy for considering Ryan Goins? I mean, it's Luis no. Severino, who's pretty good. It's Yankee Stadium, though, which is a good place to hit. And I mean, 
Ryan Gowen's value is that he plays a weaker position and he's in the Blue Jays lineup. The end, right? Yeah, he's cheap. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, Blue Jays lineup uh, can score some runs. Uh, his OBP skills have increased throughout the season. I think he can find some articles on Fangraphs uh, to that effect if you want to go uh, learn more about him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just a guy who I never really expected to consider for DFS, and yeah. uh, sometimes I do now. Yep. I still haven't actually used him in a game, though. Yeah, I don't. I only like him in these like deeper formats where you want to get really creative. You know, he's, right. it's not a ringing endorsement by any means. It's just it's a cheap option. It's a true pun. Um, I like Neil Walker getting Willie Peralta. Not a lot to say there. Neil Walker is pretty competent, and Willie Peralta is bad. Go nuts. It's the Neil Walker's a switch hitter, but he likes to hit righties, so that's good for him. And you could pay for Jason Kipnis getting Alfredo Simone. Um, not, it's a good player getting a not great pitcher, and even more so that Tigers bullpen is so bad. So if Simone doesn't go deep, that's good for Kipnis. Um, the one I like is even more interesting. Javier Baez has been in those starts at second base. Mm-hmm. He's right-handed. He gets Adam Morgan. He gets the Phillies bullpen. Uh, do you like those odds for Javier Baez today? It, it's not a bad day to use Baez. Uh, you're obviously you're looking for a home run, hoping you avoid strikeouts. Yep, he's a he's a boomer bust guy about as much as they come. But you know, getting Adam Morgan, getting a bad lefty in Philadelphia, and uh, gets that bullpen. I would not shock me for him to run into one. I, I like that boomer bust uh, there at least today. Uh, who else did you have at second base? Uh, that about covers it. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind. Brandon Phillips, except I'm seeing his prices a little higher than I'd like. Yeah. Uh, against Jaime Garcia. Yeah. Uh, still, you know, you're looking at a platoon advantage against Lefty and Cincinnati's Park, which is so power friendly. Yep. And, and Phillips Phil- is actually having a sneaky good season. Yeah, he is. It makes me wonder what happened when I took late round picks on him the last couple of years <laughs> and not doing it this year. But yeah, he's been good. Still has some left in the tank for sure. Um, and then at third base, at a bunch of options, I liked at third base, actually. Uh, n- not amazing, but, but options. Um, I'll run down them quick. Chase Headley gets David Price, and A-Rod gets David Price. Two guys that are in a good park and like to hit lefties, but it's David Price. So I would try to look elsewhere. Um, they'd be sneaky picks, but uh, you're going to try and look elsewhere. Um, you can get Chris Bryant at Adam Morgan. I think that's going to be an obvious popular one. Would you agree? Oh yeah, that should be probably the most popular one in my opinion. Yeah, um, if you are in a smaller format, it's a, not as bad to uh, match up with other people. But when you're in the big ones, you need to stand out from the crowd. So if you're doing GPPs or such, maybe try and find one that's sneakier. Maybe try and take A-Rod and hope that he you know, connects against Price. Um, you could go with Hector Oliveira against Bartolo Clone. Are you a Hector Oliveira guy? Yeah, I, I think he's probably going to be a solid player. I don't know that he'll stand out I'm trying to think of a good comp maybe like this year's version of uh aramis ramirez maybe or yeah. chase headley yeah uh, just a, a guy who's middle tier doesn't really stand out most days but can have a good game here yeah. and there. could be all right N- nothing special and he's very cheap still so that's yep. the, the main factor that's what i like about him yeah he hasn't shown enough to blow up his price yet but still has the potential to produce could be okay um the other one yeah i have todd frazier gets Jaime garcia Again, I'm more likely to use him at third base, but uh, he could be capable there. Uh, I'm frustrated if I have him in, you know, standard fantasy and had to put up with this bad second half, but 
I think there's still ways for him to produce. I like these guys with power that can also steal a base. You know, if it's not one, it could be the other. and Or if you're real lucky, it's both. Um, yeah. Anybody else at third base that you like that sticks out to you at all? You know, I, I'm a big Matt Carpenter fan. I really mm-hmm. like him for DFS purposes. And he's up against a lefty. It's not his best platoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but John Lamb's been a little erratic. He's not going to pitch deep into the game. We're, we, you, we can be pretty confident about that. And the Reds' bullpen's bad. So even if he doesn't hit well against Lamb, he'll have other opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, game is at Great American Ballpark, as I mentioned. Uh, top park of the day for power and Carpenter's really turned it on this year he's popped 21 home runs uh after kind of establishing himself as an under 10 guy Mm -hmm. Uh, so you know you can look for some power today from him yep I like that again in in your bigger formats you want to go somewhere not obvious and a lot of people might skip him because he has a lefty so so that could be helpful um, and then now let's look at shortstop. I have four names. I'm starting with Jung Ogung. It's Willie Peralta. It's righty on righty, but that's okay. Again, Willie Peralta is just very underwhelming. Not a rush out and start against some guy, but in a, you know, smaller slate like that is very capable. Um, Francisco Lindor is becoming a DFS option just about yeah. every day. And he gets Alfredo Simone. You'd be okay with that, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, Lindor. I've seen some tweets about how close he's making that. AL Rookie of the Year race that everybody was just ready to give Carlos Correa. It's like, to be honest, they're pretty close in terms of value and to what's going on. I, I don't think that, you know, Lindor's going to win. I think most voters have already decided on Correa. But uh, that's just a testament to what Lindor's been doing. Um, quietly, sneakily, not doing it through tons of power so people don't notice as much. But very capable, can help you in DFS. He gets the Tigers, he gets Simone, he'd be fine. Um, I have Eugenio Suarez getting Jaime Garcia. Uh, again, I don't love picking against Jaime Garcia, but he's <laughs> left-handed, and Eugenio Suarez can hit. Are you okay with that at all? Yeah, I'm okay with it. I, yeah. I, I'm still probably avoiding Reds today in general. Mm-hmm. Garcia's yeah. just been so good, uh, keeping the ball on the ground, not yeah. really giving up anything to... The Cardinals don't allow runs. Them. The yeah, Cardinals if you beat them, you have runs. to get... 10 hits. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's the way to beat them. You don't try to hit home runs. You try to yeah. get a line drive through the hole and you know, hope they add up. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, it is a day where it's okay to go with Johnny Peralta. He's getting John Lamb. He's the, he's he, worth taking a look at just about every day. We always say that, you know, obligatory mention Johnny Peralta. And today's as good a day as ever, you know, gets John Lamb. You're obviously okay with that, right? Yep, definitely okay with it. Nice, yep. uh, solid floor guy. Yep. Um, any other shortstop options for you in this uh, late Going back games? to that Cubs stack, Addison yep. Russell's the fine play. Yeah. Uh, I, I, against I, Adam Morton. Yeah. Uh, he bats at the bottom of the lineup. That's kind of uh, a bummer. Uh, sometimes ninth, even. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it, it saps his value a little bit, but he's, it, it's built into his price. Yeah. So there's, Definitely ways to use him today. Uh, work him into a lineup and feel confident about it. Yep. Yeah. I think he has a big future. I don't know that, you know, he's going to impress that much this year and down the stretch, but a guy definitely is going to be a popular sleeper next year, I feel like. Um, okay. And then let's do outfielders real quick. If you can get a piece of the Blue Jays against Luis Severino, I like Severino, but I like, you know, Blue Jays going to Yankee Stadium. Um, and the affordable option might be Ben Revere. 
I feel like maybe Chris Colabello, even though he prefers lefties, but, uh, do you like some of those cheaper outfield options going to Yankee Stadium? Yeah, those are, they're solid. Uh, I think Kevin Pillar's hurt these days, uh, mm-hmm. so Colabello might stay in the lineup today. And as you mentioned, Revere's a nice, uh, you know, stolen base play. They've kind of moved him around the lineup a little bit, tried to figure out a place where he feels comfortable stealing bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that came out after a few weeks was that he just didn't want to steal bases ahead of guys like Jose Batista. Yeah, don't want to make outs there, which totally makes yeah. sense, for sure. But they want him running, so... Yeah. Uh, and he's been running a little more since then. Yep, um, I think he'd be fine there. Um, the opposite of that, Chris Young of the Yankees. Always like when he faces a lefty, he's really good against them. That's exciting. Oh, wait, it's David Price. That makes it tougher. Um, it's possible. He could do something, and it would be a sneaky pick, and not a lot of people would have him. But, yeah, you got to hope he can actually do something against David Price. Um, at least it's Yankee Stadium. Uh, I like uh, Dexter Fowler getting out of Morgan. He's a switch hitter, but he actually prefers that lefties. Would you like that? Yeah, I like Fowler. I, I don't mind Austin Jackson, even. Uh you know, any Cub today, really, against Morgan yeah. is going to be a viable pick. Yeah. Uh, he's a very mediocre pitcher. He's actually had a share of good outings, and it's even a little bit baffling that he's managed that. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe a good sign that he'll adjust to the league and uh, put up some better peripherals in the future. Yep, yep. So Fowler, Austin Jackson, yeah, if he gets in the lineup, like sit lefties, could do fine. Um, Michael Brantley of the Indians would get Alfredo Simone. He's, mm-hmm. you know, one of the last good hitters in that lineup, uh, and he should do fine, right? Yeah, that should be a fine matchup for him. I like it plenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brantley's one of my favorite players in the league. He's been playing injured most of the season. Seems to be uh, feeling a little bit better lately, but uh, I'm sure he's still banged up. Uh, wasn't supposed to be something that would heal during the season. Is that going to be uh, going to make him a popular pick next year? A sleeper pick? Are you in on him in drafts? Probably. <laughs> it's one of those situations where if we were to draft in october i feel like he'd be underpriced but by the time we get around uh, march and april mm-hmm. he's gonna be right back to where he was this year everybody said that so much that all of a sudden he's not a deal anymore yeah 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 i can see that for sure um but i have i have attention you know i have my attention on him uh today how about uh yuana cespedes and curtis granderson getting shelby miller Are you okay with those yeah i like that i like targeting Miller in general because he's not a popular target. Yeah, uh, he's he put up a really good start to the season. Uh, if you kind of flop that out of there, it's uh, like a four point ERA, just mediocre numbers in general. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's not that overpowering, and he stops striking people out. So right, that's that's another factor. Fips yep. uh, looking a little rough. Yep, you want to suspect is absolutely on fire. Uh, Price is probably going to reflect that, but uh, he's he's capable and he can hit against the pen. And then Curtis Granison at the top of that lineup is dependable as well. Um, I got two more outfitters listed, including Gregory Polanco getting Willie Peralta. He is the left-handed uh, outfielder in Pittsburgh and should be able to get on base, run a bit. You know, he's a, he's a inconsistent player so far in his young career, but there's definitely a lot of talent and everybody knows it. And I think it'll show against Willie Peralta. And uh, on the flip side of that, you could take Ryan Braun, getting A.J. Burnett. Again, I like A.J. Burnett, but he's coming back from this injury. And Ryan Bond, Braun has just been pretty darn good, wouldn't you say? Yeah, Braun's having an excellent season. Uh, nice bounce back here. Uh, not quite vintage pr- production, but still very good. Yeah. And uh, DFS eligible. Yeah, he prefers lefties, but there's no reason he can't hit a righty. I think he'd do fine against uh, A.J. Burnett. 
Were there any outfielders uh, out there that kind of jumped off the page for you? I like Steven Piscotty at Cincinnati against John Lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like that I've been too. saying about other Cardinals against John Lamb. Uh, yeah. Nice park for power. Yeah. Uh, I like J.D. Martinez against Salazar. Martinez is a guy who hits well against fly ball pitchers. Uh, that's who Salazar is. Mm-hmm. Uh, park's not great for right-handed power. It really actually suppresses it quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to have to really get into it, but he does have that kind of power to... You know, overcome yeah. any kind of fence. <laughs> yep. He will be just fine there. I agree. And then uh, let's look at some pitching options. We mentioned there's there's quite a few. Uh, you want to pay for David Price going to Yankee Stadium? I'm fine with that. It's not a great matchup, but he's good enough to succeed. Uh, I picked some guys against him, but I think there's a chance A.J. Burnett could take on the Brewers. I, I like A.J. Burnett because of the strikeouts, and it raises his floor quite a bit, that he should be able to get you some points. Um, same with Danny Salazar against the Tigers. It is not as scary of a lineup as it used to be, especially against righties. Um, I, I could see that going a number of ways, especially given how inconsistent he is. But one of the ways it goes is him getting 10 strikeouts. So has my attention. I like Bartolo Colon getting the Braves because the Braves kind of stink. They do not score. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he's got a nice scoreless streak, too. I, uh-huh. I forget exactly how long it is, but uh, I think going back three games now. Yeah. Uh, I like him. He's maybe not going to rack up a lot of strikeouts for you. The ceiling isn't that high, but I, I like it uh, as a matchup. I think he'll do fine. I have a Jaime Garcia getting the Reds. Again, we tried to name some Reds that could hit him, but the truth is he's just really good. You think he'll do just fine, right? Yeah, I really like Jaime Garcia today. I think he's one of the better plays out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a guy I'm going to be looking to target. Uh, should yep. be an easy win for him in the Cardinals. You would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think the most obvious and the most popular pick, again, if you're in a smaller league, that's okay, but uh, in those GPP is going to blow up on Jake Arrieta going to Philadelphia, right? Oh, yeah. Can, can you even, even if you find the way to pay for it, everybody else has him. Like, what are you thinking here? Obvi- obviously, you think he's going to have success, right? The slate's thin enough that I might go ahead and use him anyhow if I feel mm-hmm. confident about my bargain picks. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the key. Uh, if you're just... If you have, like, David Ross and a couple other David Ross-like guys, uh, those are really low-floor players, and I would feel good about a lineup that had multiples of them. Yeah. Uh, but if you're finding enough Hector Oliveira types uh, who, you know, have solid mid-tier ceilings and don't cost anything, then mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, worth trying Arietta. Yeah, he should do pretty darn well. Uh, the only other name I wrote that is sneaky is Alfredo Simone getting, going to Cleveland. And I don't even think Alfredo Simone is good, but he keeps having these random starts out of nowhere where he just kind of shuts people down. Do you know anything about this? And would it make you ever consider him as a real dark horse going to Cleveland? He's a solid GPP play, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you mentioned, he has these good starts and they're bracketed by really bad starts. Like, I'm looking at his history on DraftKings right now. His last start was 26 points. He was negative 2 and then negative 10 before that, then 37 points, yeah. then 1.3, then negative 1. Yeah. So he, he's been bad most of the time, but when he's pitched well, he's pitched very well. Yeah. So if you were a multiple stack kind of person, I could see trying to build one about Alfredo Simon and, and seeing how that goes. Um, yeah, that about does it for pitchers for me. Anybody else you saw that you would consider? Would you consider John Lamb 
at all? Do you think he has talent? His control numbers look good. There's talent there somewhere. Uh, He's definitely getting the strikeouts, too, which is nice to see. I don't think the Cardinals are a good matchup for him, and neither is the stadium. Uh, he's, He's a guy who I might look to see traded at some point to a place where he might perform better. Yeah. Uh, just doesn't strike me as a guy who will solve uh, yeah. the home run problems at home. Yeah. Well, uh, that should do it for us for DFS stuff. I got to do some real quick uh, housework just because Matt's out of town. We're still doing our Field of Streams contest. We got to get our picks in, uh, obviously, before they happen. Um, he sent me his picks. <laughs> this small slate, uh, we pick guys under 50% owned in Yahoo Leagues. Very little to go with in, in this format, uh, you know, for the 10th. I like Derek Holland. He was barely over. Severino's over. Not going near Adam Morgan. Um, he picked John Lamb, and I'm gonna agree. I'm not excited about it. You're getting strikeouts there. That's basically it. Ho- hoping to rack up some Ks and hope that the damage isn't too bad. Um, strongly considered skipping, but if I've made it this far into September and haven't skipped a pick yet, I'm not gonna pass. Uh, yeah, n- n- not really an endorsement there, but we are on the, on the record for John Lamb. And then on Friday, he picks Eric Johnson. He's at home against the Twins and, and they can, you know, they're, they're very capable of stranding runners and, and not getting them across and, uh, not being that great. And then, um, I have Robbie Ray getting the Dodgers and he has tried to turn things back around to being a little more successful. And I'm not nearly as scared of the Dodgers against lefties as righties. So. Those are our picks for Thursday and Friday. I'll get those posted. I'll get them in the sheet. But wanted to put it on air under the record uh, before we get going. Um, anyway, Brad, you got anything before we get going? Yeah, so a uh, quick note on the weather today. Uh, mm-hmm. Northeast is looking a little hairy with thunderstorms. Uh, Phillies game and the Yankees game are both risks for a postponement. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, you that's a reason to not use Arietta, actually. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about uh, that. And same with Price. Uh, so uh, be careful. Uh, make yep. sure those games look like they're going to happen before actually uh, going in on them. And mm-hmm. uh, even the Braves game, uh, lower chance of a storm, but uh, make sure that it looks like it's going to be okay. The good news is all of these evening games start right around the same time. You know? Yeah. So you don't have to make any guesses. You can get close to Yeah, they're to all 7 o'clock time. starts. Yeah. <laughs> So that, that'll help in terms of figuring out what's going and what's not. But definitely check your lineups. Make sure everybody's playing. That's one of the early rules. First rules of DFS is being able to check your lineups and confirm. Um, all right. Well, that should do it for us for Thursday. Brad is on Twitter at BaseballAteam. And I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. And we love to hear from you guys. Uh, talk baseball. Talk fancy baseball. Talk whatever. Um, let us know how the show's going, how we're doing. And if you have any fantasy baseball questions... That should do it for Brad. I'm Dylan. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with another special guest. Matt's still at town. Matt's, Matt's in Cleveland. So I got uh, one up my sleeve, but you guys are going to like it. So, yeah, back tomorrow. See you then. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.